Welcome to another episode of the Cosmic Matrix podcast. Today again with your hosts Bernhard Gunther and Laura Matsu. And a lot is happening in the world, obviously, as the energies and the times are intensifying. And the title of this episode is Living Truthfully in a World of Lies. So that's very, very important, obviously, in this day and age. We need to step up to embody the spiritual warriors that we are. But before we dive deeper into this episode, we want to start off with a quote, a very profound quote by Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Yes, so I just want to give a little intro to him. I'm sure some of you have heard of him before. He's definitely being quoted a lot recently because his work has become very relevant. So this, the following quote was basically written when he was exiled from the West. So I'm going to read you a little intro from the Alexander Solzhenitsyn Center. And this is just the intro to the quote I'm about to read. And they say, on this day, Solzhenitsyn was arrested February 12, 1974. He released the text of Live, by not, Live Not By Lies. The next day, he was exiled to the West, where he received a hero's welcome. This moment marks the peak of his fame. Solzhenitsyn equated lies with ideology, the illusion that human nature and society can be reshaped to predetermined specifications. And his last word before leaving his homeland urges Soviet citizens as individuals to refrain from cooperating with the regime's lies. Even the most timid can take the least demanding step towards spiritual independence. If many march together on this path of passive resistance, the, all, the whole inhumane system will totter and collapse. So that's our intro from er Edward Erickson. So I'm going to read the quote now. Yes, at first it will not be fair. Someone will have to temporarily lose his job. For the young who seek to live by truth, this will at first severely complicate life. For their tests and quizzes, too, are stuffed with lies, and so choices will have to be made. But there is no loophole left for anyone who seeks to be honest, not even for a day, not even in the safeness technical occupations can he avoid even a single one of the listed choices, to be in, made in favor of either truth or lies, in favor of spiritual independence or spiritual servility. And as for him who lacks the courage to defend even his own soul, let him not brag of his progressive views, boast of his status as an academic or a recognized artist, a distinguished citizen or general. Let him say to himself plainly, I am cattle, I am a coward, I seek only warmth and to eat my fill. For us who have grown staid over time, even this most moderate path of resistance will not be easy to set up, up upon. It will not be an easy path, perhaps, but it is the easiest among those that lie before us. Not an easy choice for the body, but the only one for the soul. No, not an easy path, but then we already have among us people, dozens even, who have for years abided by all these rules, who live by the truth. And so we need not be the first to set out on this path. Ours is but to join. The more of us set out together, the thicker our ranks, the easier and shorter will this path be for us all. If we become thousands, they will not cope. They will not be able to touch us. If we grow to tens of thousands, we will not recognize our country. But if we shrink away, then let us cease complaining that someone does not let us draw breath. We do it to ourselves. Let us then cower and hunker down while, while our comrades, the biologists, bring closer the day when our thoughts can be read and our genes altered. So he wrote that Quite in 19... prophetic. I know, it's like a <laughs> prophecy now, yeah. you know? And basically the reason we're reading this quote is because this is really the turning point and we need to stand up and we need to not uh, cave under the new measures, the new vax passports, etc. you know? because there's so much more of us in the mainstream media is letting on. And if we all stand up, this can all stop. But we all need to start standing up, speaking out, do not comply is so important, you know, and don't buy into the lie. Like what he's pointing out is like, for, for us to live by truth, it will complicate life because you see the lie has infected pretty much every single institution out there 
almost every single institution, you know? So academia, any matrix job that you're trying to be a part of is stuffed with lies. I saw this post go viral, this woman the other day, Tiffany Wilder, she quit her job teaching for teaching for many years because of wearing a mask and she wanted to stand up and she got fired and that's happening all, all across the country, yeah. all across the world. People are getting fired for standing up for what they believe in and that's what needs to happen. Yeah, Because if you cave now, you will not recognize the world that you live in in 10 years. I, yeah. I actually think it's going to happen sooner. But the Vax passports are the beginning of what will evolve to a, social, a socialist system based on uh, the social uh, credit system that they have in China. And what's even scarier is the, the, the system that will be implemented will be based on woke ideology. So you know, you're white, straight, a man, you get less privileges. That's, that's, that's the way that I see it panning out at least. So this is a moment to stand up. I was really, um, kind of, uh, I was like shocked, even though I saw it coming of BC, Canada, where I used to live for quite a few years, they're implementing Vax passports now. And, um, so, you know, half of half of BC, a lot of my friends are becoming second class citizens and we're dealing with the medical segregation now. So we're really at a turning point and it is going to heat up and it is really important that we understand that truth is a frequency that we must live by if we want to value ourselves and value the life that we live. Yeah, and I also want to just uh, mention we've got Solzhenitsyn you know, that he um, survived the gulags in, in Russia, Yeah. right? So that's really intense, the communist crackdown, because what's happening on the global level right now, we have the worst of the worst. It's a combination of neo-Marxism, communism, globalist agenda that's cracking down. It's trying to destroy the, uh, the US from within, why the far leftist woke ideologists, which are Marxist, you know, they have, uh, you know, even BLM and Eva, they're self-proclaimed Marxists. And a lot of the academia is influenced by this virus. And it's literally, we talked about this before, and you can trace it back that Marxism, communism is literally a, a satanic ideology based yeah, he on was, sat, uh, Satanism. And I say that, I mean, Epoch Times is a whole series about that. Mm -hmm. um, um, but all that aside, check out Satanism and Marxism, I think it's called, because he was basically writing poetry where he was talking about Marx satanic, was, yes. yeah, sa yeah. satanic yeah. beings taking him over. And I mean, just look at the results of it if you want to know if it's evil or not. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, exactly. that's the ultimate list. And it's, 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 now it's, we have our combination, as, as, as David White had talked about when I had him on the podcast, what we're experiencing now is the worst ideologies of the worst combined, you know, in, into one hybrid. And that's the woke, basically, yeah. and, and including the whole, uh, because yeah, people have to understand. I've seen a lot of people like on the podium of wake up, quote unquote, got quote unquote red pilled over the past two years because of the, you know, that's what happens when you crack down on, on humanity and trying to uh, repress them or control them. It triggers an awakening. So people just started to wake up. But this goes way beyond what, what people assume is happening now. This is way beyond COVID. This is even way beyond uh, the vaccine passport, which is just the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. So you like like Laura just said, you give them one little thing and they take the whole arm. So that's why it's so important right now to stand up and engage in full 100% non-compliance without bargain, without um, any compromise whatsoever. And that may be hard for a lot of people. They may be ha may having to make tough decisions, yeah. right? But you're given one inch, they give more. Like if you just believe you just cater and, and just take the jab or get the passport, whatnot, this is just the, the beginning of the end because it will morph more into uh, also the social credit system as similar in China. And this literally hell on earth, like every aspect of your life will be controlled even through your own body. You know, that ties into transhumanism, AI, 5G, through the nano jab and all of yeah, that. That's a whole other story. But this is just the beginning. People who are just waking up have no idea how uh, deep the agenda goes. A lot of us that have been researching, having seen it develop over the past, you know, few decades, you know, see the trajectory. And this is not about getting into doom and gloom, by the way, of the negative timeline into fear and paranoia. But as I've discussed with, with John Paul Rice and David Whitehead in the last episode, you have to know thyself, know yourself, do the necessary inner work, connect to who you truly are, and know thy enemy. You have to understand what you're up against. 
Yeah, and you know, just to add on to what Alexander Solskjaer really said, like his his essay, he also had another quote: "The simple step of a courageous individual is to not take part in the lie. Mm-hmm. One word of truth outweighs the world, and that's the main thing: is we need to not take part in the lie." and I mean, it's going to heat up. Like, if you live in a blue state in the U.S., or uh, never mind. Oh my God! Like, what's going on in Australia right now? We'll, we'll talk about that shortly. Yeah. Um, but I'm just speaking from the from 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 the U.S. perspective because we have the Vax passports happening in L.A. I heard Chicago is implementing it. New Orleans, like, this is really happening. And if you want to participate in society, at least if you live in a big city, they're going to ask you to get shots every six months and this is going to devolve into something far far worse so we really need to this is like a turning point i'm personally if any business mandates vaccines for their employers or i don't even care if they have the vax passports i'm not going to support them anymore i'm so over this and and i don't want to take part in the lie and for me i just gotta say you know like we have moved our business to the information age, which we're living in right now, um, before this even happened. But that's what this time is going to call you to do. So you need to transfer whatever skills, talents, gifts you have. If you need to quit your job to stand by the truth, you need to do that. If I were working as a nurse right now, you know, I would de- I would go in debt. I would borrow money, do whatever I need to do to get the F out of there if they were forcing me to take the jab and I would create a new career. And this is a turning point many of our are up against because your health, not even that, this is an ethical, moral issue. No one should be forced to take an experimental medication that has death and serious neurological issues as a side effect to keep their job. And you don't want to be living in a place that's operating that pathologically. So there needs to be choices that are going to be made. And I see a lot of people, you know, are going to have to make some really hard choices, but just think about it. Think about what your values are. What do you value for the future of this world? And are you willing to live by that truth? And if you aren't, what's what else is in the yeah. way? The, po- the key point is also, <clears throat> excuse me, there's no, we mentioned this, I'm sure several times before, but it bears repeating. Um, there's no standing on the sidelines. You have to, a lot of people, I see this, this, everything is, we see this whole this social engineering now plays out because everything that's happening around humanity has been primed and programmed, not for decades, but for centuries, including extremely distorted spiritual teachings and ideas. And yeah. A lot of people I see engaged on spiritual bypassing by completely oversimplifying and distorting non-duality teachings to just stay neutral, to stay on the sideline, right? Just to observe. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, the whole um, misapplication of higher truths, which is typical special bypassing of like, let's not get into us versus them. Then <laughs> it's just, you know, let's just be compassionate, falling into blind compassion or yeah. mistaking love for niceness and mistaking love for all kinds of emotional attachments. Anyway, no, choices need to be made. And there's a war. And the true avatars, and I've mentioned Sri Aurobindo many times before, also talked about the necessity to destroy the anti-divine forces, right? So it's not about just um, uh, contemplating or meditating your navel. The inner work is very much needed, yes, absolutely, to connect to essence, to work through your program's shadow aspects so you don't act from your neurotic, conditioned, wounded, traumatized ego, but in alignment with truth, in alignment with essence, but actions need to be done and choices need to be made. There's a natural splitting happening within humanity. Yeah. So don't anybody who hides behind we all one we all need to waken together <laughs> we on this together yeah. you don't understand what's going on well yeah i wrote something about that the other day i'll just kind of touch on it you know i do have compassion for people who try and play this don't buy into divide and conquer non-duality or what and, and and they try and play the non-duality card <clears throat> because spiritual bypassing is a way to disassociate and avoid yeah. suffering just flat out and i know this because I'm someone who used to meditate two hours a day to get out of body so I could just manage my life and not deal with my trauma. So I know this more than anyone. Number two is that most people who claim I'm not going to, you know, a non-duality, don't be attached, you know, don't buy into either. They don't truly live at this level of consciousness. No. They don't. They're just they're just latching on to a mental theory of spirituality, but they are just suppressing what they really feel. 
So that's another point, right? Yeah, that, that's very important and to note. Like on that note, this this whole non-duality thing, which I also bought into at one some point, and I can looking back, I can see myself and see many people. They are, like you just said, intellect. They're intellectualizing it. Yeah, and it's not, not living, a true embodied. It's not a true embodied. You know that to claim to live in complete non-duality is like to claim you're fully enlightened. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And the thing is, is like we need. Exactly, Alexander Solskin said, there's many of us out here and we just need many more to join the ranks that are already here. Yes. You already have a group of people who are standing up and speaking up. All you do is have to join them. You don't even have to be the first person who gets burned at the stake for saying it, you know? <laughs> um, and this is exactly the moment when you're supposed to use all your so-called spiritual strength to stand true to the things you value. This is what you're doing it for. You know, it's spirituality is not meant to be this passive experience where you just meditate on your navel and escape from the world. I guarantee you, majority of people who who are playing this, like, I'm not going to buy in to make a choice. They're not even doing their spiritual inner work in any sincere way, you know, because I have meditated every... I came out of a two-week meditation retreat in January 2020 and all and of that's this when it should and all of this shit happened fan. and I was like and I actually did cre reach a state of non-dual awareness for like a day after I came out of meditation and then I got sucked back into this and the more I meditate the more I'm like no this is a turning point we need to stand up if we don't we're gonna you know the future the future generations really depend on us standing up right now basically and i, I want to just add and this is and and, yeah. and it's exciting in a way because now we you know i feel a lot of people their lives got very comfortable and now we're uncomfortable and now we need to actually use uh our life force to do something important so now we have we now we have a bigger purpose beyond our just personal exactly. you know comforts Yeah, I just want to add to that then there's definitely, yes, there's a divide and conquer agenda of the matrix happening as well. I mean, that's the common sense. It's obvious, right? They're definitely trying to uh, pit humans against humans based on woke ideologies, gender identity, you know, politics, racism, uh, artificial manufactured racist, uh, you know, critical race theory and all of that. So there's definitely the artificial divide and conquer agenda, even pitting uh, non-vax against vaxed and all of that. So this is there, but there is also a natural splitting happening. There yeah. is a natural division happening. We've talked about this before. I've written about this before. Even polarization is necessary to ignite the fire within for, for a transformation, transformation yes, right yeah. so you have to really be careful like i just realized how a lot of these spiritual teachings especially in new age pop spiritual ideas have become so distorted not to polarize you know just to turn the other cheek and you know don't non-violence non-violence has, has been also extremely distorted doesn't mean to condone violence but non-violence can easily be used uh, fall into pacifism and into non-action and all of that and there needs to be resistance you know Of, yeah. of and, and counteract the anti-divine forces, yeah. which means getting into the healthy aggression principle of the warrior archetype. And the aggression, again, is not to be mistaken with violence, but action decisiveness and standing up against the predator because you cannot beat the predator no, with niceness, like as Carlos like, Castaneda yeah, said. Like, right? Don't try and use non-violent communication on someone who believes uh, that you don't have the right to decide what goes into exactly. your body. They don't give a shit. No, you cannot convince... <laughs> so that's why I mentioned before... Um, It's so important to know their enemy, and you're dealing with people like people project qualities in, into these, uh, uh, into the, you know, Bill Gates, Fauci. They are just the puppets on the on the front on, on the surface anyway. Yeah. But we're dealing with forces or quote unquote human beings that have no conscience whatsoever. They do not care about you. They, well, they see you as useless cattle. Well, yeah, that's that part as right. well. So there's there's leaders who are lacking conscience. That's why they execute these plans. But then also what I've noticed, and this is not my own uh, idea, Sirit Shalwa, a therapist, a non-woke therapist on Twitter, who, by the way, is also pro-vax. I don't agree with everything she says, um, but she doesn't She doesn't believe in passports. Anyway, she made a really good point about the the left and especially woke ideology um, is that as a group entity, it operates um, it operates uh, like a psychopath, basically. So there's lots of people who believe themselves to be good, virtuous people who have clung to this ideology. But the moment that they cling on to this group entity, they operate like a psychopath. 
So we have to also be aware that there is a group entity right now that is making regular normal people who are just not that not that aware have just bought into the narrative. They operate like psychopaths because only a psychopath believes that you don't have the right to decide what medication goes into your body. That's yeah. that's that's and I mean you can literally inhumane. take this you can take this literally group entity from a from a cult uh, perspective, a wetico having taken over exactly the, um, the, the mob. You yes, know, yes, the literally mob like, literally like it's 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 like tangled like octopus entity you know manipulating these people the mob operates like a psychopath so there's a lot of quote-unquote people who think that they're very good people who are being convinced to do very dark things that on their own they would not be capable of because now that this group entity basically of leftist medical totalitarianism that they've latched onto and now they have become it's like it's like that quote by I think in Sneakshay, it's like stare into the abyss and the abyss stares back at yeah, you. Yeah, but have you just written about this today on Facebook or sometime about like all these uh, leftists like sc- screaming Nazi at, 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 oh, yeah, at Trump can, and Trump I can, supporters? I can read that actually. Read that real quick, yeah. Yeah, so one year ago, people called us conspiracy theorists for saying that the Vax passport was inevitable. Now here we are with several places in Europe, US and Canada making showing your papers necessary in order to buy food, eat in a restaurant or participate in other forms of the matrix. We need to stop Vax Vax passports now and resist because it will only get worse from here and evolve into a social credit system similar to that of China. Do not support businesses who implement a mandatory Vax or Vax passport. Do not let anyone pressure you into taking this experimental medical treatment if you don't want it. Speak up for yourself. It's shocking to witness people who call themselves liberals cheering on this kind of medical segregation and saying the unvaccinated should be denied the ability to work, travel, or get medical care. Many of these are the same people who called Trump a Nazi for the past four years, and now they're playing the role of what the actual brown shirts exactly. did themselves. The totalian nature that was projected onto Trump over the past years was purely a shadow projection of the left, and now they act it out so obviously and with glee. And I'll just go on to my advice because this is important. So if you want my personal advice to deal with incoming Vax passports, get out of cities, move to rural areas, look at the local political climate where you're moving to as well, go and visit and check it out. Are people wearing masks? Are they living freely? And because there is true, truly opposite timelines happening in the US right now. I'm sure it's happening in other places as well. And it's important to choose wisely and, and act sooner rather than later. Honestly, in many ways, you you got to like act yesterday. Um, so many of us have already moved months ago. We, mo- we, we moved out of California. Like I was already not feeling California <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> um, but really get into wartime mode because there's going to be places hit harder by medical totalitarianism than others. Expect to buckle down. Traveling has been restricted. And just remember the great reset motto is you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. So do the opposite. Create a beautiful home. Simplify your life. Enjoy it. Create beauty. Live in an honest and simple way because the matrix cannot control those who liberate themselves from being dependent on it. And if your work demands a jab, create your own work. This is really important. We live in a new age. We are in a new age. It's called the information age. And it's a great time to be an entrepreneur if you can take advantage of the opportunity presenting itself. Decentralize, create communities, new systems. And there's more of this. There's more of us in the mainstream media is making you think. Um, And just, you know, the revolution is not going to be televised. It's happening now. Like, make the jump. I know so many people are just... You have skills, you have talents, you have gifts. Be creative, be innovative. This is an opportunity right now. Do not buy into this old world belief that you have to get your paycheck from someone else. If you're being pressured by your job to get the jab, trust me. You can you can create something else. It's I know also, you can. I've seen. I've coached so many people into doing this. I've coached myself. I've coached yeah. even Bernhard to quit his to quit his to quit his it's paycheck true. job. Truth. You know. <laughs> I know. I know you can do it. So. Uh, no, beautiful. I just wanted to add to this. It's also uh, a couple of things. Also, understanding that you know this is not about fear mongering, paranoia, negativity. You know, but really understanding and realizing that the agenda goes way beyond what is happening, what we see happening now, and has only just begun. Like I mentioned before, people who just have woken up, quote-unquote, woken up, quote-unquote, red-pilled over the past two years, you know, don't understand what's really, you know, 
just start to wake up to the surface of the agenda. And what we see now is still the surface. There's way more. We have literally just begun. And it's also astrologically represented, you know, with all kinds of transit that, that are about to occur, including the Pluto return of the US, which is going to affect the whole world. And it's a transformation, right? Um so it's about preparing on all levels. We've talked about this. That's hence the, the even the fourfold approach of self-work on all levels, you know, physical, emotional, psychological, and spiritual, doing the inner work, but externally preparing as well, which is about location. And the thing is, it will challenge your comfort zone, right? On all levels. On all levels. Hence, the inner work is key to get over your inertia. And and as I said before, it, but it is a great opportunity, like Laura said, and this is silver lining, right? It's the best fertile ground for the great work. It will also a test for you if you walk the talk, you know, of just truly awakening and truly becoming a sovereign, self-responsible individual. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's an opportunity within all of that. I'm not saying it's easy, but decentralization is the name of the game, right? It's a paradox which is happening because all the crackdown, all the totalitarian tyranny is igniting, is inspiring a deeper awakening. But it also requires using your will, your determination to counteract the anti-divine forces and use your creative power. Yeah, right? yeah. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, and the will is the will is really key. And I think it's really often um bypassed by a lot of people doing spiritual or inner work is like you have to engage the will like even when we do our group coaching programs like there's people who finish the program and there's people who barely start it because one person engaged the will and the other person didn't so don't think that spirituality is a passive experience it's actually an active experience and it's an active experience of self-actualization of individual individuation as well becoming the person who you truly are you know we have so much like even myself this past year i thought i was like pretty much good at being myself like my weird crazy self and then 2020 hit and i had to go through another layer of deconditioning myself from the ideologies i've been programming deconditioning myself from people pleasing behaviors from all sorts of things that i all sorts of ways that i was living where i was not being true to myself because i was worried what other people would think of me i was worried about you know just the the backlash or whatever all of that has gone out the window and another thing too is like you know person on a personal level is like we have our own personal unconscious that will be coming up from the collective unconscious for us to deal with, meaning our own personal shadows. And that's one thing I see as well with a lot of people is like, really be careful. Do not become the evil that you see in the world. This is so, so, so critical. And yeah. I know because like, I, and I think I've told this story before about just Helen in short, but I did have um, my grandmother and my grandfather, um, they both were put into internment camps in World War II, you know, um, and my grandfather, he got extremely bitter and angry and hated the government. And he actually ended up dying in his 40s shortly after uh, they got released. My grandmother, she stayed connected to essence. She had a strong mm -hmm. spiritual foundation. And not only did she thrive and had like, you know, hundred or no, no, she, we have a ton, I have tons of uh, cousins and she had tons of grandkids, but because she stayed connected to essence, because she stayed connected to that spiritual part of her nature. So that's the key point is if you want to survive these kinds of regimes, do not let them steal your soul and do not become the evil that you see in the world. And that's why the spiritual self-work is so critical because, you know, you and I like, in our relationship, in the container that is our relationship, we have our own personal shadows come up. It gets stressful. It's our own yeah. traumas have gotten ignited. All of this stuff is very real to us. We're not just like preaching to you as if like we're we're this all-knowing beings. No. We speak to you from these personal experience. I just went from through. From the battlefield. From the battlefield, from being in the trenches with you. And I mean in the trenches of having to make the personal collective shadows that are rising up conscious. And I've had to go through so much of my own shit. For me, Mostly it comes up in the container of our relationship. You know, I have Pluto hitting my sun, my moon, my Mercury, and my Venus while this Pluto return is happening. I have Pluto conjunct my sun. So I know how to work with Pluto. And if I were to give people one advice, piece of advice is do not ignore the little inklings from your soul, from your subconscious when they start to arise and become conscious. You know, that little thing that tells you, oh, this friendship is kind of feeling weird. I have a weird feeling about this. Or, you know, maybe I maybe I have a problem. Maybe I have a problem with, with the way that I'm approaching my relationships. 
Meaning what I'm trying to say is be willing to learn and be willing to listen to the call of your soul because we all, we each have our own individual personal work that's going to be arising within this. And that's the main thing is like become that change, live the life that you want to see possible in the world. Don't be fighting the shadows on the wall. Don't give your power away. Yes, share information, get the word out there, speak for what's important and valuable to you, but but do not become the demon that you're fighting basically. Anyway, so I'm speaking from my own experience and we just spent a week off to reset in mind, body and spirit got away. We've been in the, I mean, we've been doing hosting group programs throughout this. So we've been fully engaged in helping people during these times. And, you know, it does get stressful. It does get crazy. And I'm just saying this because that was what I was trying to reset from. I noticed in myself and Bernhard, you know, we were, we just get very negative with each other because it is stressful. Be realistic, be forgiving with yourself, but also, you know, just notice, don't like, look at, look at who you're becoming and really become the spiritual warriors that the world needs right now. Don't, get lost fighting the shadows on the wall yeah and that now before i want to like we want to dive deep into the announcement of the pfizer you know fda mm-hmm. and all of that and the vaccine and what i'll probably talk more about in the second hour because you never know we get canceled for the first hour um, <laughs> i mean so more in the membership but at this point <laughs> you know yeah um but you know it's important it's the balance right so there's also something i wanted to share with you guys um something about after the we just got back as laura mentioned uh, from a five, six day hideout, like completely no internet, no social media, completely gone. We even did some medicine, which we can maybe share about in the second hour. Yeah, we can share about, about in the that, second hour you know? for sure. But really, you know, so also self-care, right? It's just getting away from the information overload and internet internet detox is very important in this yes, day and age as well, yeah, right? Yeah. So I just want to share with you guys. Um during this time of transition, when everything is inverted and the forces of darkness attempt to enslave humanity in their desperate attempt to break your spirit to become their obedient authoritarian soulless slaves, it is important to stay informed about the truth in this World War Three psychological information warfare. Speak out, resist, and engage in non-compliance and civil disobedience without compromise or bargain grounded in warrior mode and stand up for something bigger than yourself or your personal desires that's also very important this is goes way beyond what you personally want this is standing up for something big and that's also the one of the attributes of the warrior archetype to defend a higher ideal but at the same time do not forget forget to take care of yourself and treat yourself to a personal great reset pun intended, <laughs> and decompress in, decompress in nature periodically away from social media, the internet, and your tech gadgets. Get back into your body, out of your mind, and realize the joy of your soul and the beauty around you. That's very important, mm, you know, especially mm-hmm. we all realize that too. Objective beauty, that is, right? That can only be seen with the eyes of the soul as you experience the divine force all around you and within you. Yes, Recharge and prepare for the times ahead as a loyal servant for the divine, for we have seen nothing yet and you are needed. The only thing that will carry you through these times is your connection to essence, your true self and the divine. Your immortal true self knows the truth, knows what to do, where to be, and most importantly, what not to do that is not aligned with truth and integrity. Not just for yourself, but for all of humanity in alignment with divine law. You know, we learn a lot from our little dog, Leo. Right? He's really teaches us a lot about the joy of being. And there's no coincidence that dog spelled backwards is God sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he teaches us a lot of about the joy of being, right? Which is essential for an embodied warrior. Joy is the true state of your soul, actually, right? Because true objective love destroys all evil. This is not meek, emotional, human, conditional love or joy most people mistake for true love. It's not a feeling and doesn't depend on anything external, right? This joy is just there. It's not the fulfillment of the desires, wishes, or dreams. It's also not niceness, neutrality, neutrality, passivity, or pacifism, which love is most often mistaken as. It's a state of pure being that can't be threatened, intimidated, imprisoned, or even killed, for it is internal. Hence saying no to the thing that shall not be named, which is the vaccine, is the easiest thing to do for anyone connected to essence. 
As you personally become a mere pure expression of essence, which is hidden behind layers of programs, social, cultural, conditioning, desires, wounds, traumas, all of which need to be healed and unraveled via the necessary inner work, then conscience becomes your guide, not your ego personality with its conditioned desires, and you will naturally stand up for truth, with the sort of truth if necessary, with all the fierceness needed, without complaining or whining, but taking full responsibility for the tasks ahead, regardless of all opposition, for you can't be threatened or intimidated anymore because you know yourself. And that is true freedom, but it requires a level of self-responsibility many people are not ready ready for, right? Hence, they still want mommy government along with the church of scientism to tell them what to do and take care of them, yeah. you know, or they're waiting for some savior outside themselves. Yeah. Don't kid yourself. This is a war over your soul, the end game as prophesied by many esoteric traditions, but within all as we talked about before, there is a big opportunity and a magnificent plan that no human-minded being can alter. When you're in touch with your soul, not the fake desire soul, but your true self, you know that nothing can stop what is coming and it's marvelous, but it's a bumpy road ahead. Remember, the divine will succeed at last, but your participation is needed as the transducer for divine will. This is the paradox that the human mind cannot reconcile. So be ready and prepare yourself accordingly on all levels. We say this over and over again. A physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Your voice and your being matter. Yeah. Every conscious act grounded in truth has unforeseen positive ripple and butterfly effects across all dimensions. So stand up for truth. Make the right decisions. Stop caring what other people think of you. Be the warrior. Opposition is inevitable. You have to understand that. This this awakening path is will... Uh, arise up all kinds of opposing forces, not just externally, but internally within yourself. That yes. is the nature of the beast, and, right? And I have to say, you know, as well, in line with the title, is that a lot of people are scared to face the lies that they tell themselves. Mm. So you can't live truthfully unless you're willing to examine the lies that you tell yourself. And that's an ongoing, continuous process. You know, there's many, there's many things I thought two years ago, there's many things I've even said to Bernhard, which I realized were a lie, even the day after, you know, so we have to be willing to establish that witness and understand when we're not living in integrity ourselves. For me, I just went to the dog park, actually, when we came back from our trip. And I just really realized how painful it is for me to be inauthentic mm -hmm. around people at this point. And now it's like either I avoid people who I have to be inauthentic <laughs> around or I'm authentic with them and shit hits the fan. So for me, people at the dog park, I just choose the first option. However, in my life, in my personal life with my friends, my family, I have no room to be inauthentic with them anymore. I don't have room in my soul for it. It's not worth it for me. It's not worth it for them. Actually, as an act of compassion for the lives that they live, I would rather live inauthentically and shake live authentically and shake things up with people. So that's the number one thing. If you want to live truthfully in a world full of lies, be willing to see all the ways that you lie to yourself on mm -hmm. a daily basis because it right. does happen daily. And I'm not saying to like put the hammer down on yourself and just use this as a way to self-shame yourself. But this is the path. This is truly the path is being able to catch yourself on your own bullshit, basically, <laughs> on a daily basis. And we know this because this is what happens in our relationship on a daily basis. It's like I have to continuously Notice when I'm not being truthful, when I'm projecting on Bernhard, when I'm not living in alignment with who I truly am. It's a it's it's not an easy path, you know, but it's really the only path if you want to live truthfully. And when you live truthfully, something comes back to you. You really start retrieving your life force from all the places where you gave your power away. And so it is worth it, you know, but it is ongoing work. And for some people who have been living lies for decades now, deciding to live truthfully may have to you may have to literally radically change your whole life so that's just what's on the table but i think that this is really the this is really the point and truth and truth is really a frequency there's that's why that's why when people say things and you know they're not being truthful you can tell a lot of the time because truth is a frequency If you're more in contact, in, if in you're touch, more, yeah, be, because people can easily get true. fooled by appearances and yeah, and for sure. Charisma, but but but, you know? but the basic essence is that you know, 
I posted about this the other day on, on, on Facebook, and I've used this term in the past, even probably in the past year, this idea, your truth. That's uh, not, that's not that's real. Sort of there's thing. no such thing as your truth. There is the truth. And then there's perspectives. The perceptions. There's perceptions, opinions. opinions, but there's only one truth, really. And all, all spiritual teachings lead back to that same place. Yeah, this is a red flag when I hear somebody talk, well, this is my truth. I'm just living my truth. That's mm-hmm. already like, ugh, you know what I mean? Yeah, most of the time it's lying, actually... justifying yourself. Or maybe or maybe it is the truth, you know, but it's their perception of it. But a lot of people who say, especially this is, by the way, the term your truth ca- came from this whole leftist ideolo- uh, ideology where they said your lived experience is the most important thing. Yes. You're denying people's lived experience. Uh, That's that is an offshoot of that. Right. But just understanding that like there, you know, what and this is one thing we actually also do in, in, in the course, but really important to understand is that, you know, a lot of the things that we experience are just our own perspectives, you know, and that's okay. We're allowed to have opinions. We're allowed to have perspectives, but be open to analyzing and questioning them on a day-to-day basis. But I want to add on that. It's very, very hard to detect your own lies. You're telling people by the nature of it, because you're not lying, you're rationalizing, you're not lying yeah, to yourself. Yeah, that's true. You need to already have a high level of self-awareness, being an objective observer, understanding the rudiments of the basics of self-work, of shadow work, of projection, of triggers, of you know your conditioning of of being able to observe what comes from from your false condition program self where's essence coming through mm-hmm. it already creates a higher level of being to be able to do it that's true that's why also we have said it over and over again there's only so much self you can do by yourself because yeah. you will lie and delude yourself yeah and go in circles and yeah. justify and 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 you know and all of that hence you need others to do the work with together for sure now, we have the benefit we point ourselves out our each other our blind spots you all know i have my blind spots <laughs> all the time so Sometimes, you know, I can be aware of it, but that's why it's important to do the work. Like I said, I said it before many times, this time it's not just important to be around like-minded people, but people who are engaged in the same work. Yes. And as Gurdjieff said, yes. be alarm clocks to each other, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where you can call each other out, so call in, in a compassionate way, but make each other aware yes. when we are like, okay, I'm lying to myself, I'm not seeing myself, because none of us can see ourselves objectively, Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what I mean, that's the the only way to do this work on your own. And many people could lie to themselves about this is if you have a strong enough conscience that mm. calls you out. So like if if I basically go through experience where I'm in a bad mood and I project all my stuff on you, you know, and then what happens is like a couple hours later, sometimes even immediately after my conscience, this voice comes up in me and it's like you were wrong about that. You know, and it sucks. I actually, that's when I learned humility. And that's when I really realized like, oh shit, like like I just projected all my stuff on him and I have to deal with this and I have to face whatever shadows were coming out in that moment, you know? But for me, like I love doing this kind of work. I truly love it. I love understanding more of what I've hidden in the caverns of my own psyche so I can become a more whole person because honestly, it feels really good to be a whole person, not be hiding from yourself. Yeah. So, you know, we have to and that's why we create these group containers if you can't you know you don't have to work with us but work with coaches therapists i like to me this is awesome if i can find people who um can call me out and help me gain a greater self-awareness of myself like this just helps me so much if so, it's asked for and there's nothing worse than unsolicited feedback <laughs> yeah and, and 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 i was even thinking today i was like how many people ask for advice on the internet from people who are just as lost the, as they are oof, you that's know the worst when i see that on facebook some yeah. social media people asking for personal advice about this and that yeah in yeah this health advice is like oh my god yeah i totally. mean i understand there can be some i don't want to throw the baby the bath water but they can do more damage than any good in the end of the day yeah but one of the best investments you can make with yourself is finding someone like i work with an astrologer slash therapist you know just but be in alignment with people who have the same mission in life for me my mission is to really wake up and remember who i am am, and maybe i'll get enlightened this lifetime i don't know and then also (laughs) Well, I want to mention something as well, by the way, on that note. You know, we are, we have done now five courses or we're just starting our fifth one, right? About its soul awakening. We're going to take people on the 11-week journey. It's intense work. Yes. We're going to move this uh, program also into standalone. So A self-paced program. Self-paced program. program so keep keep watch out for that. Um, you know, send up to our mailing list on veilofreality.com for more info on that. And But people always say, complain, well, I don't have the money, the resources to work with somebody. I mean, 
and then people ask, how can I start self-work? Where do I start? All these questions. Finding good is great to ask questions, but also put effort into to, to find it for yourself. That's yeah, how exactly. I started out yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, 90s totally. There were, was no internet. I went to the library, to the books, I bought books, shadow work, boom. Yeah. Bought a book for 10 bucks. I started, I self-studied. I worked on myself first. I have folders full of notes from starting young in psychology myself in the Same. 90s. You know, and then I got, in, you know, finally then the internet boomed up. So I got more, there's a whole library for free and information on the internet. You got to put the effort in. It's for all there. For $10 right? a month, you can access what's called Kindle Unlimited, where they have a whole library of lots of amazing books. Most books on Kindle are literally $10. And I know that everyone can afford that. And I actually, at some point in my journey, you know, I was going into debt when I was visiting Peru and doing medicine ceremonies. And then I started doing shadow work and starting into Young's work when I was there. And for 10 bucks, I bought a book on shadow work and I did all of the exercises and I applied it to my life. You know, it takes continuously reapplying these concepts, under deepening your understanding them. And it helped me stop avoiding parts of myself that I was avoiding. So like, you know, we have to, and again, that's why it's like, it brings it back to this question. Do you really want to awaken or do you just want some version of awakening in your head? Because yeah. the path, the path is amazing. Honestly, like I, the, the way that I feel now versus how I felt 2012 when I had my big dark night of the soul slash crisis I would never have imagined that I would be able to be this kind of person, to have this kind of life, to open myself to others in this kind of way. I would have never imagined that I was going to be that kind of person. I was so miserable and I was so negative, but I worked really effing hard and I was very sincere in my path. And it got to the point where I was even so sincere, I could start lifting other people up. And yeah. so that's what we need. You know, we need not only people who are sincere in doing their other work, but we need other people to help lift other people up. Like Bernhard and I, we work actually, I mean, Bernhard loves working, but like we work more. <laughs> work than, is play. It's yeah, really we, work. We work more than I want to work. Like I read like 40 hour work week by Tim or 40 hour or what did you do? Four hour work week by Tim Ferriss a few years ago. I was like, oh my God, I want a four hour work week, but I'm not working a four hour work week as I intended when I first started doing this because the demand is there, you know, and we need to really build community. If there's one thing that's going to help us, it's like find the others, you know, find yeah. the others who are like-minded. We're doing that in our own little community here as well. We're reaching out, we're branching out. We're very introverted people, but we're branching out because this is like, this is really wartime, you know, and you got to start thinking like a war strategist, like what would happen if... Honestly, if they start sending people to gulags, they're going to be sending people like us first. So I don't care at this point. They can send me to gulag. Yeah. I'm going to pretend to be a social justice warrior. I have my whole plan laid out in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I'm going to I'm going to go through their brainwashing routine and I'm going to come out pretending I'm this most like I, I could pretend to be a social justice warrior better than actual social justice warriors out there. So I'm not worried. What I'm saying is build community and find the others because the more of us stand up and say no, the more they won't be able and to do that. That's the key. And going back to the title of this podcast, living truthfully in the world of lies is not only speaking truth, standing up against the totalitarian, tyrannical crackdown that's happening um, and engaging in civil disobedience, non-compliance and all of that, but also the, the, you, the truth within, the truth of your being. And that's the hardest work. Like we talked about this before, from an esoteric perspective, it's it's much harder to face the lies you tell yourself rather uh, as opposed to facing the lies out in the world, yes. right? Because they will get out of your comfort zone, out of your, because then you, there's nowhere to blame. It's, it, it, that's, we talked about this before. True freedom is like, people talk about freedom in the sense of, of the constitution and America and yes, freedom of speech, all fine and good. We need to fight for that. But true internal freedom is terrifying and not everybody can handle it yes. because true freedom requires no complaining, no whining, no blaming, no victimizing, no, no nothing. Taking full self-responsibility for everything you feel, for everything that's going on in yeah. your life yeah. and really digging down deep. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Getting, uh, in no, no escape, no addictions, no distractions, none of like I go through a lot of internal acrobatics to blame you for my problems. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, like, and I have, to, and, and and I go really far to try and make Bernhard responsible for all of my personal problems. And I will invent the most elaborate, convincing stories on why you're responsible for my 
my my my unhappiness when I'm feeling when I'm not feeling good. Right. And I have to reclaim that. And that is like the hardest pill to swallow. Right. Because this is like, you know, and then we do this all the time in our relationships and our lives, too, is we want to look for someone else to blame. Somebody needs to be blamed. And that and honestly, like that, that's probably the number one attitude that needs to be changed if you want to engage in self-work sincerely. And this yeah. does not mean to stay in abusive relationships no, no, or whatever. No, 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 no. Don't use like I'm not I'm not saying to misuse this concept. I'm just saying that you are responsible for the person that you are and the life that you live. You were given yeah. this life as a gift. The Tibetan Buddhists would say that being a human is one of the most blessed experiences you could have. And yeah. how are you using that opportunity? Like if you really get excited, if you really get inspired and excited about it, you realize you have an amazing potential in front of you. Um, but many of us have been have, 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 have been trained with this kind of transhumanism AI agenda to us. Uh, to, to give our power away. So I really feel, especially, you know, thinking of it in evolutionary astrology terms, we're entering this Aquarian age, you know, you already see it with this information age. Um, and so Aquarius, I would say the general theme is about individuation, being an individual, being who you are. There's many themes, but I would say that that's, that's the fundamental one. And then the polar opposite sign of that, which is also part of the evolutionary axis of the times we're in, age of Aquarius, is Leo, which is creative self-actualization. So you have to think about, you know, you are a very unique person. You have gifts to offer that no one else can do. And it's about deconditioning yourself so you can tap into that true essential nature. And so you're yeah. going to say something, honey? No, no, what just came to me with all what's very important because more and more people are waking up, engaging in their self-work, but a lot of it, you know, a lot of, I see almost a resurgence of new age stuff coming up, which I thought we all went done with in 2012. No, no. It's, it's coming out again, pop spiritual, even pop psychology, a lot of spiritual bypassing. And even with this knowledge, like fringe knowledge, occult knowledge, a lot of stuff I've been writing about for two decades, hyperdimensional matrix, entity interferences, all of that, so, you know. And I see more and more people getting into these kind of topics before they have done any psychological work, any foundational work, and get trapped in that and very confused or, again, blame entities and this and this and that. And it's, it's, it's increasing more and more. Or a big red flag where you and I experience and people like, you know, oh, they're looking for more advanced knowledge. That's already a big red flag. You know, I remember Eve Lorgan and you and I, we talked about this. Uh, mm. You know, when people are looking for advanced knowledge, advanced knowledge, I'm still doing the, uh, you know, it's all the holistic uh, self-work on all levels happens simultaneously all the time. I'm still working on basic childhood stuff, you know, continuously. It's not that I'm stuck there. It's just more refined, more refined yes. while, while bringing in the divine force as well. I'm still yeah. doing basic shadow work. So yeah. anybody who says, who claims, oh, I've done this already 20 years, I'm done with it. Do you have more advanced knowledge? It's a red flag for me because number one, it uh, shows me they're not really applying the work. They may not be even understanding the work and whatnot no, because it yeah. becomes more refined continuously. Yeah. And I'm actually in the process of writing a, an, a longer article on that. It's going to be titled Occulted Knowledge, Spiritual Bypassing and the Necessity of Foundational Holistic Self-Work that really addresses this problem I see more and more. So many people spiritual bypass with the new age or fringe knowledge, entities, hyperdimensional matrix, all of this, archons. And they don't have not worked one bit on their own shadow, on their basic childhood trauma, which we all have to varying degrees. And I'm not saying that we should just do psychological work, right? We have talked about this before. You can get stuck in the mud as well. You need to bring it all in, right? There's spiritual work as well. There's esoteric all together. But, you know, I see just a lot of, lot of more spiritual bypassing happening in this day and age. Yeah. And the reason that is happening is because these people cannot handle the heat because things are heating up. And so they're moving into escapism. I knew that was going to happen. I, I was actually wondering where all the spiritual bypassers went last year. Because like, <laughs> my, my default, if you were to ask me like two years ago, I would have tried to spiritual bypass what was going on. I would have probably quit my social media, gone to a cabin, just meditated, just removed myself from the world. But that's not the phase of life that I'm in anymore. Even with my astrology, it's like it's very externally focused right now. Um, and I'm a very introverted person, but the main thing is, is like, you got to become, you, you literally have to become a master of working with the collective unconscious and your own personal yeah. shadow during these times, because you like the shadows are heating up. Like I can't tell like my Twitter is actually <laughs> open for comments. It's the only public kind of profile that I have left. And the amount of like 
awful projections I get on there on a daily basis really does challenge me and in a good way, you know, because I need to take on these projections and anytime a projection lands in me, it means there's part of me that believes it. It doesn't mean that it's true, but there's means that part of that me believes it. So I have to do my own personal work on it. So it gives you so much material. The more people are projecting in the world, the more material you're going to have to work with your shadow. And maybe some people will project and it won't land on you. Great. You've done your work there. But sometimes when it does and it triggers you and it upsets you, you know, you that that's material for you to work with. And that's a completely different mindset. Like a l- I think until you're truly sincere on the path, you try and create your life in such a way that you avoid any of these awful things happening. And then when you get truly sincere on living truthfully and not living by lies is you see these experiences and you're like, wow, how did I do? You, you, know, you literally can give yourself a report card based on people projecting on you and see how you did with your own personal shadow. From a, from a working, the work rate work perspective, when I trigger somebody in session or like, oh, there's triggers happening, I'm like excited. Okay, here's a trigger. Let's go. There's yes. <laughs> there's some material to work with. Yes. Right? Yeah. If the person can own it and not trans- engage in transference and I all of a sudden become, uh, you know, uh, an unconscious daddy or something like that. Yes. You know, so... There's always material to work through, and, and the truth remains. But even Carl Jung said, um, I'm paraphrasing his quote about the, you know, he said something, the person that uh, irritates us the most is our greatest teacher or something yes, like that. Yes, exactly. You know, that's, yeah. that's really what it comes down to. So totally. If, if we irritate you, Lauren, and something is triggers you, great. There's some material for you to work with. What yes, does it remind you of? Can for you, sure. Can you examine it within yourself without blaming uh, anyone? Blaming yeah. another person for the way you're irritated. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm going through that process collectively now because I have, I was raised by liberal woke leftists, yeah. and now the whole world has become my childhood, basically. And so it gives, and it's and it and it's amazing. It was honestly really intense at first, but it gives me lots of material to work with. So the point we're trying to make is like, you know, you have your own personal part of the unconscious that's arising within you to work with you know we yeah. have this basically surgence of energy arising from the collective unconscious that's creating chaos in the world because this is this is a, this is a polarization we need for the third yes. for the third entity to emerge in Th- this, that's, that's going to be that's going to be challenging for a lot of people to hear the polarization is needed Yes, polarization is necessary for yeah, transformation. Exactly. It's just yeah. a fact. It's you can't you can't stay neutral. You got to you you got to you got to engage in the process, you yeah. know. But the main thing is is the polarization is necessary because out of the polarization a third thing is going to emerge and we have not seen that. And we have not seen that yet. And that's what that's what that's what Carl Jung says, you know, you kind of have to hold the tension between the opposites. It doesn't mean that you don't take a position. It doesn't mean you don't stand up to the things you value. But through holding the tension of the polarization of the world, a third thing can emerge. And holding the tension with the opposites doesn't mean again falling into this intellectual idea of non-duality either. Yeah, yeah and I would concept. just, I would just, you know, just generally, it's it's really important. I think this is why I, we talk about embodiment and authenticity so much. Just like, you know, if you haven't actually embodied what you're. The, the spiritual teaching you're thinking about or you're working towards it, don't use it as a bypass. Like, you know, like I was doing, I do this sometimes too. You know, I speak of spiritual theories that I haven't really fully landed in me yet, but like take time to ruminate on it, you know, because the thing is, is like, if you really study non-dual teachings, and I actually know a non-dual teacher who's more outspoken against the vax than anyone I, than most people I know. So that's, that's not true that you can be a, a non-dual teacher and not take a position, you know, but the point is, is you need to actually return to duality. The point of non-dual consciousness is so that you remain a little bit objective and a little bit detached, detached. And, yeah. and non-attached to it. Exactly. It doesn't mean that you don't engage in the world, exactly. but it means that you are able to be objective. So that's the overarching. Which is easy. Also, it's, it's a journey. And like, again, we all in the process, like we talked, Lauren, I, we still, I get triggered. I project sometimes, you know what I mean? Even so it happens all the time. Yes. I'm not like trying not to project. Projecting is, is a function of the psyche. It's just knowing when you do it and yes. how you do it yeah. and then learning from it. Very yes. simple, right? Yes. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be over tomorrow. Like I still, I'm not, you know, there's, we are a transitional being as, as Sri Aurobindo said, we have so far along more to go to become the Gnostic divine beings we're destined to be. I'm talking about thousands and even hundreds of thousands of years. We're still like in a half animal state. So we have a long way to go. 
But again, whatever lesson you don't learn now, whatever you avoid now, at some point you have to face it, mm, you know, in this mm -hmm. lifetime and next life. So there's no avoidance, right? You can avoid, repress it now, stay in, 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 in authenticity, stay afraid, not speak out, not make a position. But eventually it will come back around based on the yeah. law of cause and effect, based yeah. on the law of karma. Um, which has also been abused, but it's 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 a divine law. You cannot um, just um, you know avoid, so to speak. But can I say something about that? Maybe we talk about it in the second hour. So you want to? Yeah, say something? No, I just want to finish up with saying, like, so basically, you know. But now again, it is a great opportunity. This is the fertile ground, like Gurdjieff and many others said, like in difficult situations or like when the world is in, in upheaval. That's the best time for the great work because it forces you to focus on what truly matters. Yes. And it brings up all this stuff. And as like Laura mentioned, you know, don't uh, forget that what we see in the world is also unconsciously, the collective unconscious at some level also a reflection of your inner turmoil as well. It's it totally interconnected, yes, right? Yeah. So the chaos we see out there is your own suppressed chaos within you. The division you see out there is your own division within you and vice versa. Yes. And the biggest spiritual bypass you can do is by just intellectualizing the process. So that's one of the, we say that as well, when you do work on yourself, you know, reading books, finding good, but catch yourself because your intellect can fool you. And I know this because I fool myself and I still sometimes do in yeah. light that the intellect can tell you that you have understood something and resonated something. You can intellectually understand your issues, have the story and fool yourself that you have healed, but it's just an intellectual understanding and not embodied lived knowledge the yet. The body knows the truth though. Exactly. That's yeah. the thing. And that's why the somatic work is really important. And we've talked about this a, a lot before, but basically the point of somatic work is so that you can be in your body and be fully there in your human experience doesn't mean you're trying to be pretend to be like an enlightened being but you're totally alive and here and present now yeah. but anyway there's more i wanted to say but we're going to save the second, for the second hour. hour because what you said you know don't don't avoid things that also relates to this pluto process we're going through right now so uh, we can talk more about that so you're going to talk hour. second hour what about the pluto uh, yeah, I want to talk about working with Pluto a little bit more in depth. You know, we can talk, we can share actually a little bit about this, this uh, experimental medical treatment and this FDA approval, which is actually yeah. not true. I want to talk about more that the vaccine itself, really definitely in the second hour, and also the dangers of it. You know, this is not like people say, oh, I'm just going to get the jab so I can work. No, yeah, well, you might work, but then eh, what's, what's going to happen with your body and yourself and even your life in three to five years? You might not be there anymore. I'm not saying this to instill fear but there's very serious concerns and i want to also share some real signs by doctors who've been speaking out against the vaccine but have been suppressed and all that so all that in the second hour uh, and again it's only available for members if you're not a member yet you can go to my website uh, veilofreality.com and sign up the membership it gives you access to the second hour of all podcasts including the membership forum on my website and that's that. I want to close off um, this first hour with something I wrote a while back as well, because this is really what's what what's happening right now, the next phase, so to speak. We are about to enter the next phase of the most intense multiple dimensional war of galactic proportions. This war is manifested in the physical world, but it is also through you. There is no hiding from it. You could try to escape to some remote island with your crypto bag, but you still will be affected by it since from a multidimensional perspective and the forces acting on and through us, there is no physical distance. All needs to be revealed within and without. All the esoteric traditions have prophesied that as well. All needs to be shown. The truth needs to be revealed, right? The darkest secrets of the world end within your own psyche. It's a necessary purging and purification process, a death rebirth process. Depending on how much you have already made conscious within yourself and engaged in the great work, healed your trauma, engaged in shadow work, etc., it will affect everyone differently, but no one can escape what is coming. The light will highlight all shadows in the world and within you. It is the apocalypse, meaning the great unveiling. Many people will, will rise up and engage in the awakening process consciously, which does require sincere efforts and will. Many others will disintegrate, getting sucked into the abyss of the inconscient as the Azuric forces of the underworld take them over, which will also manifest in the merging of man and machine, the dawning of AI and transhumanism, and the medical technocratic tyranny 
the, quote, vehicle of the occult hostile forces. It is embodiment robust, i.e. soul integration, soul individuation, and clearing your vessel in surrender to the divine, your true essence, bringing forth the kingdom and light within you. That is what will carry you and protect you through the waves and tsunamis of changes to rise in your true self. No more excuses, no more hiding, no more blame, no more victimizing, no complaining, no spiritual bypassing, bypassing, but facing the world yourself and reality as it is. True freedom requires that level of self-responsibility. And with that being said, Godspeed and see you in the second hour. <laughs>